Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Our heroes regaled Sir Istival with the tale of the exploding kitten, which turned out to be a fiend. For the first time, our party saw what looked like fear in Sir Istival's eyes as he pondered the possibility that the Red Wizards have teamed up with the Nine Hells, or the infinite layers of the Abyss. The revelation that their foe may be spying on them loomed over their minds as they prepared to depart for Phylon Lodge. But, with the help of Sir Istival's rousing speech, the party felt their spirits lightened and their hearts filled with pride as they each raised a glass and toasted to their forthcoming victories. Handy haversacks were given with cup holders. Huge rashers of pork were served. Parchment pinchers were invented and legs were hugged. Morning came, and after a hearty breakfast, Esme had one more task to complete before departing. Giving Sir Estival a gnomish life lesson, blowing Jerry's mind, and getting a 10% discount. Which is like three things. Well... Finally, our party was ready to begin their new quest and mounted their trusty steeds and headed north on the tradeway. Around a crackling fire, our heroes relaxed and had some fun. Elric tried to trick a gnome, which he soon realized is not that easy, and Cullen intoned a lyrical ode. Will it all be Fun and just whoopee cushions when they get to Finland Lodge? What does a bag of holding really smell like? Will they all get a 10% discount next time they go shopping? And how many times will Sir Estival have to remind Cullen and Elric to write to their fathers? Well, hopefully before they get themselves killed. Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast! Your party is traveling north on the tradeway. Your destination is the long-abandoned Phyland Hunting Lodge. Your objective is to find the knolls that have been marauding this area of the Sword Coast. It is now the beginning of your third day on the road as you cross the Ardeep River. And according to your map and uh, what Sir Istival told you, somewhere uh, about halfway between here and Waterdeep, there is an old trail that heads east to the lodge. So, as you guys are keeping your eyes peeled for this trail, everyone roll a survival check. Okay. And Jake, you can roll with advantage because uh, you have the orb of direction. Nice. 
That is fantastic. Oh news. boy. 18. Advantage. I rolled a one plus Survival a zero. With a plus six. I rolled a 14. And I got a 20. All right. How do you get a plus six in survival? Because I'm skilled, you see. But what is it? What's the um, governing uh, skill? The governing... Wisdom. Wow, you got a high wisdom. <laughs> Your wisdom's high, man. He is very high, and he has wisdom. You should have, you should have listened in school more often, boy. Well, I'm just trying to work that into the tapestry of your character. So you spend a lot of time in libraries, but somehow you're also a good woodsman. I've been I've been alive for a long time. I've been on a lot of adventures. Um, mm. Yes. And Esmir chuckles a little bit. Well. Wow, 60. Ooh. 50. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... You guys easily find the trail and begin heading east. And as the day wears on, the surrounding landscape right, becomes more wild and rugged. The trail becomes uh, quite, you know, overgrown. And it makes your trek more difficult. But you manage to stay on it, though it does, uh, you know, slow you down quite a bit. And then Jake keeps yelling at me because I have my new backpack and I keep picking up sticks and rocks and stuff and putting them in there. (laughs) It's like, you don't need that. But it's cool rock, man. It's funny because I think Jake has come to know you enough to... If you pick up a stick or rock, I think you probably need it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you could use it. Somehow, I don't know how, it's ludicrous to me. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's now getting late, right? The sun is low, uh, and you decide that it would be a good idea to make camp soon. And as you continue forward along the trail, looking for a good spot to set up camp, you soon see up ahead a lush, mist-shrouded wall of ancient trees. And you know right away that you have reached the edge of the Ardeep Forest. And you, you immediately, you know, you recognize its towering trees from when you were uh, at Harp Shield. And also up ahead, uh, you see that the trail you've been following ends near the edge of the Ardeep Forest there. And you see that it joins another trail that now goes north and south. So, you guys dismount, and you gather around the map, and see that this new trail follows the edge of the Ardeep Forest, and it travels south to Nandar Lodge, uh, which is, if you remember, where uh, Kelson Darktreader originally thought that the Knoll Camp was, and it also travels north to where Phyland Lodge should be. Huh. So, are we up by the Dancing Dell? No. I think we're on the road that says Tradeway, where the arrow is. Okay, got you. And are we at that intersection right there between Tradeway and the main road? Yes. Yep. Okay. So uh, now as you guys are looking at the map, I want you all to tell me uh, quickly what your passive perception is. Passive perception. Okay, just say Because that's in skills, Front right? page. Main page. Mine says 11. 16. For me, it's 12. 10. 10. 
Okay. So you have the lowest. Cliff has the second lowest. And Jake has the highest. You've got some wicked perception, bro. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So as you guys are looking at the map and getting your bearings, Jake slowly looks up from the map and says, We're not alone. Roll initiative. What? Eight. Twenty. Sweet. I must be going first like or first dish. <laughs> wow. I got fifteen. Three. Alright. Oh, do I have to roll for Borbor too, right? And Ray Ray and Asilius. Asilius. Oh boy. Oh, that's right. Boromir got a sixteen. Nineteen, so twenty-one. Whoa, sweet. Okay, so with Jake's warning. You all look up from the map and see what he means. Uh, In that group of trees to your southwest there, you see some rustling. Ray Ray's first, and he uh, he pecks you in the head, Elric, and in your mind you hear, over there to the southwest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, what? Because I got a three. (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Go over there and fly over there and uh, see what's up. Fly 50 feet. So he shall 50 feet put him somewhere around here. Okay, so Cullen, uh, Jake just warned that you're not alone out here. Uh, and then a second later, Ray Ray takes off from Elric's shoulder. Squaw! Uh, what do you do? Squaw! Let's see here. Well, I don't want to go charging off half cocked. So what? I'm going to but you're just... Impetuous. Yeah, but running more than 20 feet away from my comrade seems like a poor strategic move. Wow. He's grown up, this kid. I'm going to... Well, I'm supposed to be a battle master, so I have strategery. I'm going to step here in front of Borbor, and I'm going to actively look in the direction and see if I can see anything. Okay, so you look towards that group of trees. Uh, the foliage is moving, but nothing has uh, come out or revealed itself. All right, Borbor is next. Okay. Borbor's gonna, he's gonna, you know, kick the grass with his feet a little bit, and then he's gonna run. He's gonna go there. He starts running off. I'm like, okay, Borbor, just be careful. Okay, Borbor lets out a snort and starts running, you know, towards the rustling in the trees. Okay, what are you gonna do, Esmir? Okay. I'm just gonna go to there. As she runs past me, I say, where are you going? I didn't go too far. I'm gonna go kill that bush. (laughs) Okay, so you move forward a bit, jockeying for position. Uh, You gonna do anything else? Yes, I'm going to um, cast Mage Armor on myself. Mage Armor, activate! And just as you activate your Mage Armor, an arrow bounces off of it. It flies out of the trees you were heading for. Mm. And it was just about to hit you with a 14, but the Mage Armor uh, activated and it deflected it a split second before it stuck into you. Ooh, oh, nice. boy. And then another arrow uh, flies in from the southeast and it whizzes past Colin, barely missing. Ooh. And then 
From behind you, a third arrow slams into Jake, hitting with a 17, and it does six points of damage. Ow! Oh, man. And I feel it from behind in my shoulder blade because I was focusing on that guy down there in hole number one. Oops. They got us surrounded, Slim. We should take we should take cover, guys. We're going to be a pincushion out here. <laughs> and when Jake gets hit, you all hear maniacal howling. It almost sounds like a like a twisted laughter. And as you guys spin around to see where these arrows are coming from, you see three figures step out of the foliage around you. One from the southwest, one from the southeast, and one north of you. They're humanoids uh, with the head of a hyena. Ooh. Mangy brown fur with, with black dots cover their hulking bodies. They wear mostly hide armor, but with a mix of other types, right? Like strapped together. They wield longbows and spears. Their crazed eyes fix upon you and their mouths drool as their laughter surrounds you. Jake, what are you gonna do? So what is the range of a longbow? 150 feet. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna turn to him and I'm going to turn and I'm holding my shoulder and I say, bastard. <laughs> and I'm going to cast sacred flame on null number three. Oh, natural 20. Oh, and he succeeds. It rolls a natural 20. It jumps back. <laughs> you think you're funny? <laughs> Read this. <laughs> and then with my... With my um, spiritual weapon, I'm going to toss my book at his face. 13, I miss. Oh. 13 misses as the book tries to swipe at the null. <laughs> this whole thing with an arrow in my shoulder is like throwing me off. I can't cast accurate anything. I'll get you, null number three. <laughs> okay, so... As this knoll is dodging and weaving your your spiritual attacks, another knoll steps out of the woods next to it. Oh, man. It has a glaive on its back, but in its hands, it wields a longbow, and it fires an arrow at Elric and misses. Misses? Okay. Elric, your party's been ambushed by knolls. An arrow just whizzed right past you. What do you do? Okay. I will... I'm going to shoot a chromatic orb at the at the gnoll that just shot at me. Chromius mm. orbis. Oh, you Ooh. hit. Hits. Okay, it's going to be. Uh, so let me. Uh, it's a blood drop. Let me fire damage. Okay. Three D eight fire damage. Oh man. All right, twelve points of damage. So moderate damage. Twelve points. That was nice. All right, nice hit. Uh, his fur singes from the fire damage. Ooh-hoo, ow! <laughs> AC is next. Okay, I'm going to have... AC, AC, go up, up. Go look around. Tell me what you see. So, Asilius is just going to go up. Well, no, he's going to go to here, and he's going to go up high and tell me... He's going to do a loop deal. He's just going to... Do some recon. 
Okay. Say go. Go see what you see, okay? All right. Tell me. Vasilius so I'm just going to leave him there, but the he's air. up high. Gotcha. All right. So Ray Ray sees Vasilius go up. What is Ray Ray going to do? I'm going to have him continue on towards the... He's going to continue on towards the one that he was going towards to begin with. Okay. 50 will put him just five feet away from him. Okay. All right. Ray Ray takes off, continues on his attack run, and Cullen, you are up. All right. So I'm going to move to, I'm assuming there's a square here under the book. He's 30 feet away. And I'm going to attempt to dispatch this guy with maximum prejudice. First, let us try the longsword. 21 is a hit. Nice. Slash, they slash. Five plus four is nine light damage. Now the vicious battle axe. 25 is a hit. Almost a natural 20. Yes. Moderate damage. Now I'm going to go ahead and let's see here. I think I'm going to go ahead and do the uh, my action surge. See if I can get an extra hit on this guy. So I swing down my axe again, or swing it back. 25 again. All right. Another 19. Nice. Eight plus four is 12, and now he's heavily damaged. Oh boy. Cutting this guy up. To little pieces. Oh, All right. Yeah. Cullen has uh, closed with the two northern knolls and is slicing one of them up. Okay, Borbor's next. Okay, so Borbor's gonna go. Okay, he's gonna move here. Okay. Careful, Borbor. <laughs> These guys are tough. They're a tough nut to crack. All right. Esmir. Boromir goes, you can't even see Boromir, right? The grass is so tall, but you see the grass like moving, you know, as Boromir's booking <laughs> through the tall grass, you see the grass swaying back and forth and being trampled. Exactly. And, and he's heading to the southwest towards that original knoll. And Esmir, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Okie dokie now. You see Cullen up there going toe-to-toe with the knoll, making some progress, but the knoll does not look... Uh, too bad. Uh, As Cullen shouts out, these guys are tough. <laughs> Esmir's gonna pull out her sealing wax. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> her block I and tackle. I gotta try this stuff out. <laughs> okay, what's, what's, what's a gnome to do? Who can she try to mess up? Firebolt is 120 feet. Oh, sheesh. Just a matter of who I want to zip zap first. Who can throw a fireball with great alacrity? (laughs) Who can burn our enemies until they scream for release? (laughs) Esmeralda can. I'm going to zippity zap a firebolt over at Noel, Noel number three. 23. Nice shot. Nice. Okie dokie. Four points of damage. Puts it into critical. Uh, He's clinging on by his fingernails. I gave him a zip. Not a zippy zap. Are you going to move at all? 
I should probably hide behind somebody at this point so I don't get <laughs> killed. I do. I was wondering though, with with her stature being what it is, did they have a harder time hitting her with arrows? No. No. <laughs> no. All right. So yeah, I think I'm going to because I'm not the ballsiest of gnomes. I'm going to stay behind one of the guys. Okay. Well, if they move, that's fine. I'll have. Well, uh, that's fine. I'm going to go there. Oh, jeez. I got to get out of here. Okay. So Esmir runs behind Jake and Elric. And now we go to Noel number one, who sees the firebolts flying from the little gnome and sees the little gnome oh, running. Oh, and it tracks that gnome with its longbow. Oh, hey, you know what? Esmir knew there were going to be some stinky gnolls around here. So she's going to give him a seven. Because she had a bad feeling about this. She was like, you know. Oh, man. I feel like someone's going to try to poke a hole in me today. <laughs> Are you going to give him a seven? Yeah, with I'm going to give him a seven. All right. So another arrow goes flying at you, Esmir. And whoo, goes flying it. right over your head. As if I, I knew it. All right. Noel number two sees a raven flying right at it. And he takes a longbow shot at the approaching raven. And misses. Ray Ray dodges out of the way. All right. Now, the knoll that's uh, Cullen has attacked drops its longbow and pulls out its spear. I see your spear. And raise you an axe. And misses. You know what I don't use a lot mm. is um, when they miss, I can repost and attempt to inflict damage. Okay. So I get to take a swing at him. I will spin the repost and I will swing the axe. Uh, Unnatural We roll on the fumble so table supportive. and get a 63. Uh -oh. Wait, come on, that's a fumble. I've fallen and I can't get up. You slip on a banana peel. Oh, jeez. It's a special ability. It's not a regular attack. Doesn't matter. Well, one's a one. You swing the sword and you roll the one. That's rough. But don't worry. <laughs> I'm I'm going to cast a guiding bolt at his head. You see. All right, so. Cullen, you're there going back and forth with this knoll, and you slip on some wet grass and you fall on the ground. And I want you to roll a d8 for me. Or what's your sword do? A d8? Or your axe does a d8, right? Well, I'm going to hurt roll. myself in the you're process. You're going to hurt yourself in the process. Ah, uh, this blows. It's like you sit on your keys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> four. You take four points of damage as you fall on your blade in the wet grass. And you hit yourself right in the ego. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's like. Ah. All right, Jake, you see Cullen up there going toe-to-toe -to -toe by with two knolls, and all of a sudden, he disappears in the tall grass. What do you do? And you hear I, a, ow! <laughs> I take my opportunity to, wait a minute, that other knoll, polearm knoll. I'm going to hit you with a guiding bolt, you see. 
And I hit uh, with a 15. Hit. Sweet. Oh, that plus six came in handy. Okay. So this does this does 4d6 Holy smokes. radiant damage. Oh, 14, 14 points. points. Yeah. Yes, and now I'm going to take my Book of Agma and I'm going to thrash it on his head, Yoshi. Yeah, you. The first guy can't learn. You try. Oh, and I mean, I the miss. book misses again. Whoa. Agma! I look up to the sky. Agma! Don't start this way! Agma, damn it. It's been three <laughs> days on the road. I need you now. <laughs> all right, you gonna move at all? Um, nope. All right. Now that pole arm Noel sees Cullen fall to the ground. And he comes up and he has a, he's holding a glaive. And he sees Cullen down on the ground and he is going to attack. He's like, hey, what you doing down there? <laughs> and he gets advantage because Cullen is prone. These guys. And he hits with an 18 and does 1d10 plus two slashing. Oh, he rolls a one, three points. Oh, <laughs> you lucky. You got lucky there. Okay. Elric, you see Cullen over there slip and fall on the ground. He's got two knolls right on top of him. What are you going to do? I'm going to shoot another chromatic orb at the polearm knoll. I've got him targeted, so chrom- chromius orbius. Oh. Hit. Nice. This one's going to do cold damage, though. <laughs> oh. 12 points of cold damage puts him into critical. Oh, that's cold! First it was fire, now it's ice. So you gave him the Chicago winner. Fire and ice. Make up your mind. I'm going to say, it's the Chicago winner. Make up your mind. It's summer. It's winter. Um, I'm going to save my action surge for when I close. Okay. Are you going to move? Uh, I am, yeah, I think I will move, actually. That's 30 right there. All right. Which put, puts him five feet away from me. All right, Elric casts a couple Chromius Orbisons and then rushes in to help his friend Cullen. And now it is Asilius' turn. Uh, he's going to check in with Esmir. He's going to tell her what he he's going to say. I see something. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, Asilius is flying high above you getting an owl's eye view of the ambush, and he reports that he has not spotted any more gnolls in the immediate area. Okay. Do you want to move him somewhere else? Um, I'm just going to tell him to go... Okay, AC. I'm going to go tell him to land on the tree here and be ready in case I need him. All right. So it's round three of this knoll ambush. And the one to the southwest notches another arrow. The one to the southeast notches another arrow. And the two to the north are hovering over a prone Cullen. And uh, what is Ray Ray gonna do? Gee, what can he do? Uh, He's gonna go sit in the tree as well. You guys can go rub your feathers together. He's gonna hang out. Preen. Preen your feathers. 
scampering away. Okay, Cullen, you took a wild swing and ended up on the ground. Uh, two gnolls cackle above you, ready to strike. What are you going to do? So, um, it only takes your movement to stand up, right? Half your movement. Or half your movement? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it won't affect my number of attacks or anything? Nope. Like I could still do a wield? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a shot at Noel 3 first, since I have him targeted with the Vicious Axe. We hit the 19. Nice. We do five points of damage. All right. Not enough to kill him? Nope. Shit. All right. Well, then I guess we'll take my second shot with the sword. Miss. Five. Eleven misses. I add precision to that. Um, I need like a 15 to get to him, so it's worth a shot. I might as well try. Mm. An eight. An eight. that 19. You twist your blade in a little bit, and you hit. Sword strike. Dying. Finally Mm. killed the motherfucker. Goes down. (laughs) That's what you get for leaving banana peels on the ground. (laughs) I'm going to stay here. Cullen. No with polearm. If he manages to survive, Elric with polearm. It's glaive on glaive action. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very cool. Uh, Cullen, you know, quickly gets back up. And as he does so, his blades come swinging up with him and they cut down the mangy knoll. Meanwhile, to the south, Bor Bor is running towards the southwest knoll, and it's his turn. What's he going to do? I'm going to do the um, charge. Oh, sweet. All right. If the boar moves at least 20 feet straight towards a creature right before hitting it with a tusk, the target takes an extra 1d6 slashing damage and must succeed a DC 11 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Okay. So Borbor's gonna put his head down and run as fast as he can right into this guy right here. Okay. There would have to be some pretty epic boar sprinting music behind us. <laughs> something with soaring violins. <laughs> Maybe some trumpets, I don't know. All right, so the boar charges at this knoll and hits with a 21. Yes! Good job, Boromir. You're the best piggy and the ever. the tusk goes slashing into, into its skin and does three points of damage, but it takes an extra 1d6 of slashing from the charge. No! Oh, one. Stupid d6. So that but he gets knocked prone, right? Well, now he has to make a strength saving throw ah, of a right. DC 11. So here we go. Strength saving throw. And he rolls a natural 20. Darn. He's like, hey, 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 no, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> you just got bored, buddy. You shouldn't be that proud of yourself. You just got attacked by a pig. You <laughs> just got attacked by a pig. Yay, I'm awesome. I didn't fall down. <laughs> All right, Esmir, you watch as Borbor charges this knoll and slams into its shin. The the knoll staggers back in pain, uh, but it holds its ground, and it's your turn. I'm going to, uh, let me see how far he is. 75, no problem. I'm going to try and ruin this guy's day. G-knoll number one. I'm going to shoot a firebolt at him. 
with a 10 plus 6, 16. Sweet. Nice. Hit. And then I'm going to go zip. Whoa. Right. Oh. Maximum damage. 10 zip points. and a zap. Ow. Uh, don't make me send my piggy over there. <laughs> All right. Might what well else are you going to do? die now. You're going to move? I'm going to stay there with Jake. I'm going to stay here with Jake, and I'm going to tell AC. Okay, I'm dead. Remember that thing I showed you? Go over there. Go over there. All right, so Esmir turns to the southeast and fires a firebolt at Noel number one, who just so happened to be aiming at Esmir. And just as it's hit, it releases its arrow. And it rolls a 10 in essence. And then it turns and begins running north towards the R-Deep tree line with a, with, with a plume of smoke trailing behind it from its smoldering fur. Yeah. <laughs> He's running away. He's buggering off. You're a gnoll coward. <laughs> so the gnoll, so the gnoll that uh, got slammed in the shin pulls out a spear and drools as it tries to skewer Borbor and hits with an unnatural 20 and does five points of damage. Bacon! (laughs) No, stupid Gino. I'm gonna kill you now. All right, Jake. To the southwest, Borbor is getting jabbed by a knoll. To the north, the... The boys are double teaming a knoll, and to your east, knoll number one is running towards the forest. What are you going to do? Can I see him, or is he hidden from my view? Who? Who are you talking about? G knoll one. No, you can see him. Really? Even though that yeah. bush is kind of there? Okay, cool. Shush. Okay. Of course you can see him. Oh, there he is. I see him. <laughs> I'm casting sacred flame. And he failed, so that means he takes damage, Yoshi. Ooh, nice. seven points to Ganol one. <laughs> now Sacred Flame rains down. Now I'm gonna Whoa. turn around and I'm gonna out of the corner of my eye, because my book is hovering about. I'm going to smash the polearm knoll in the face with Agma's words, you see. Let's see if it hits this time. The book better hit something. Agma. For God's sake. I hold my arm out, I look up in the air, and then I flick my fingers. <laughs> and I hit. Yes. I hit. Nice. Thank you, Agma. Thank you. I knew you'd come about. And it kills him. Oh, it kills him. Nine points of damage, and he's dead. Wow, and I was about ready to burn an action surge. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had no opponents here. We've got no components. Jake, rob me of my kill. All right. <laughs> Get Elric, in there. You're rushing towards this other glaive. You're like, yes, glaive on glaive action, finally. <laughs> And you get to him, and then this That's a book, little bit awkward. It doesn't sound right. And then this book comes flying out of the bushes and kills him, and he falls dead right in front of you before you even get to him. You're like, ah. Oh. Ah, oh, so 
What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to, next time we go into town, I'm going to get an Elric, a t-shirt that says that. Glaive on glaive. And in the back, it'll say, I'm a polearm master. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? How about you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to run, I'm going to dash towards uh, knoll number two. Okay. Oh, really? yeah, because he's closer. <laughs> I'm closer to him. He starts running, and Cullen just stops and looks at him and goes, Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I was going to kill that guy. 50, 55, 60. That puts me there. Okay. So you go. <laughs> just running. <laughs> Dashing. You look up, and there's Ray Ray in the tree looking at you. Like, what are you doing, yeah. man? <laughs> and I suddenly Guys. remembered, I, I still got a spell slot left. I could have shot a chromatic aura at him, but oh well. <laughs> uh, Elric knows that he's going to get yelled at by Esmir at some point. What's wrong with the zippy zaps, kid? You go dashing around like a nut. <laughs> All right, so uh, Elric do that later. is running at his target, and then uh, sees it get dropped by the Book of Agma. And he does... Uh, and then he does a U-turn and starts running back south towards Borbor and Knoll number two to the southwest there. Okay, Asilius is next. Um, you know, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna say, hey, check one more time. What's what's going on? I'm gonna have him fly up, and I'm gonna have him go fly this way. Okay, so Asilius takes off from the tree branch and heads back up for a wider look. Meanwhile, uh, the two knolls to the north are dead, uh, leaving the one to the southwest being charged by Elric and the other running north. And Ray Ray is next. He is going to fly towards the other knoll. Like an eagle. <laughs> He's going to fly like an eagle. Oh, I thought he was going to fly down there and give you advantage. 15. Oh. Oh, that's right. That's the thing they can do. <laughs> That's the thing that they can do. Okay. Okay, cool. So Ray Ray swoops down from his branch to aid his charging master. Now, Cullen, uh, the knoll in front of you was just struck down by Jake's spiritual book, and uh, Elric turned around and began running towards the southern knoll. What are you going to do now? Well, I'm going to run after the other one. These damn gnolls are so inconsiderate. <laughs> Why are they standing so far away? <laughs> so, if I dash for all 60 feet, then I can't then I can't have any other actions. Correct. So that's all I will do. Okay. Cullen dashes full speed towards the running knoll. Now, uh... Borbor is face to face with Null Two. Uh, what's he gonna do? Oh, Bory. Bormir's gonna just give a little grunt. He's gonna tusk attack. You hit me, I hit you. Eighteen hits. Boromir makes contact. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Six points. Oh man. Nice. Good job. Good job, Borbor. Totally. I like that pig. Okay. Right? Esmir, you see 
uh, Elric charging south towards Borbor and Knoll number two, and Cullen just ran right past you uh, after Knoll number one. What are you gonna do? Okie dokie. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm gonna shoot him with a fireball. Oh, a natural no. 20! Oh my god, yes! Nice. Esmir just sitting in one spot while her animals are killing guys and she's just Critical hit. Oh, and then, um. Nice. Mm. 10 points. Heavy. 10, Ten points, points of damage. Fire damage. Stupid ass. Ow! <laughs> Gino. Gino number one. One. You're number one, Gino. And then I'm going to move. Hey, old man, I'm gonna hide behind you, okay? Okay. Don't fart. <laughs> I won't, I promise. <laughs> okay, so uh, Noel number one sees Cullen running after him like a madman. And... Come over here and fight, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it turns its bow on him and fires. And misses with a 14. Sweet. Damn, these guys are horrible archers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Noel 2 is going to continue going after Boromir. He's like, ow, damn piece of bacon. What? And it's going to attack it with its what did he spear. Say? And hits with oh. an 18. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, four points of damage. Oh, no, he lived. He's still alive. Usually it only takes one shot. He rolled a two on his damage roll. All right, Jake, what are you going to do? I am going to... That's 25 feet. Okay, and then I'm going to... I'm going to hit him again with a sacred flame. I cast sacred flame on you, Gino one. Oh, and he succeeds. He succeeds. Oh. A natural 20, he succeeds. He he skips out of the way like a ballerina. <laughs> that's the second natural 20 I rolled for those guys. Your god has no power over me. All right. Elric, uh, you are charging towards this southern knoll who is trying to skewer Borbor while, while Ray Ray is flying around its head ready to give you advantage. What are you going to do? Okay, so I will close the distance, which is 25 feet. So I will move to here. Okay. And I'm going to burn an action surge so I can attack him twice. All so right. advantage, miss. Oh, nine misses, even with advantage. Oh, man, that's rough. You got two low well, rolls. My second attack, hit. That hits. <laughs> Damage. Yes. Mm. 10 points of damage. Nice. Right. <laughs> You're not done yet. Bonus butt. Bonus butt. Give him the double B. Miss. Ah, oh, the bonus butt oh. misses with a 12. Okay. Right past his head. So Elric charges in to join Borbor and Ray Ray and swings twice with his glaive and then the back end but only one glaive and uh, connects as this wily knoll dodges and weaves around Elric's spinning glaive. <laughs> Meanwhile, up above, uh, silhouetted against the darkening sky, Asilia scans for more danger, but sees nothing new. What's he gonna do? 
Asilius is gonna fly right swishy go there. Alright, Asilius starts to fly towards the running knoll in the R deep tree line. Now, back to Ray Ray, who is uh, flying around the wily knoll's head. Uh, you just gonna leave him there? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna stay there to keep giving me advantage. Okay, Cullen, you are chasing this knoll who is in a fighting retreat uh, as it frantically runs towards the dark and misty forest trees. Uh, he looks he looks like he might get there in a round or two. What are you gonna do? Be five thirty. Properties, light, thrown, range, 20, 60 feet. Ah, he's within range. Anything past 20 feet will be a disadvantage. I could get close, but he'd just run away. I'll give it a shot. It can't hurt. Or it could hurt. The thing is, if I... <laughs> if you rolled a one, if I, it could well, hurt. <laughs> okay, if he uses his turn to attack, he can move 30 feet, right? Yes. Yeah, so, like... In theory, he can always stay just out of my range if I just keep running at him. What are you going to chuck at him? Um, the only thing he can throw is his axe. So, his hand axe. Yeah. Okay, so Esmir, Esmir had a vision in the morning of uh, uh, Cullen throwing an axe, but hesitating. <laughs> so she's like, give him a 15, zippity zap, throw the damn axe. So she's going to give him her 15. So I don't even need to roll. No, I'm going to give you a 15. So I roll a 15. My, my, um, my advantage to hit would still apply, though, right? I'd still get a plus six. Yep. And I a guess. 15 will hit. So uh, 15 just go ahead so and roll damage. Critical. Nice. Nine points of damage. Nice. Almost Jeez. maximum damage. Thank you, Esmeralda. <laughs> You're my favorite gnome. He was axing for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very cool. So Cullen goes running past Jake, chasing this retreating knoll who's, you know, who's got quite the lead. Uh, and Cullen reaches for his hand axe, but he's like, I don't know, man, this, this guy's really far away for a hand axe. And then he hears Esmir yell out, throw the damn axe. I saw and he it. throws it, and the axe goes. It goes flying out there. <laughs> on a wide arc and then suddenly sort of at the last second it cuts in <laughs> that's how I saw it that's how I saw it happen nice, it was nice. Awesome. very cool okay so we uh, go back to Boar versus Hyena what's Boar Boar gonna do okay Boar Boar come on let's humiliate this son of a bitch so Boar Boar is going to attack him again Oinky. Seven mm, plus three. Ten misses. Oh, shakes. Oh, well. Okay, Esmir, you just, you know, you just witnessed your vision from this morning come to life as <laughs> Colin's axe stuck into this retreating knoll's back. What are you going to do now? Okay, I'm going to shoot a firebolt. This is what we call a finishing move. Finish him. It's kind of like putting the frosting on a cake. But it's somebody dies. Fourteen <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm, misses, just misses. barely. It just goes flying yes. right over his head. It singes some of his wiry hyena hair, but it does not hit. Oh, you know what? Shall I use my inspiration? 
could use my inspiration, but... I had an inspiration. I could have used that. I'm going to use mine. Okay. Roll it again. When when Esmir has a plan, she likes it to work. She gets a little frustrated. Oh, yeah. no. oh, oh One more <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. Rolled a nine instead of an eight. Plus I like six, it when 15. my plans come mm. to fruition. So do we. Oh, oh. so close. Only two <laughs> points. Oh. If we only had a blessing from Agma, yeah, he'd be dead. That's only to hit. <laughs> That's only to hit. Okay, whatever. It's I don't only care. to hit. I don't care. It's only to hit. <laughs> All right. So this gnome is running away, trying to get into the ancient forest, when suddenly an axe slams into its back, followed by a flaming fireball. <laughs> and it's looking desperate as it turns its bow towards Cullen and fires. And this time it hits. <clears throat> doing three points of damage. Ah. The arrow just grazes your leg and the gnome just keeps running towards the looming tree line. Sheesh. Now back to the south. Gnome number two now has Elric up in its business and <laughs> it's uh, and it turns from Borbor and swings its spear at Elric and hits with an 18. Ah. And it does 10 points of damage. Damn. Maximum damage as the spear just sticks into your side. Ah. Okay, Jake, from behind you, you hear your tutelage yell out a, a manly grunt. <laughs> it's a manly grunt. Are you pooping down there? What's going on? It's a manly grunt. <laughs> Did you have to do the sound effect? <laughs> just, just asking. <laughs> Why not? That's my version of a manly grunt. <laughs> uh, range 80. Okay. So as I'm running, I'm going to reach into my cloak and I'm going to pull out my crossbow and I'm going to send a bolt flying at him. You see? No, number one. <laughs> Miss. No. Oh. All right. Jake follows after Cullen pulling out his trusty crossbow, and he sends a bolt into the dark woods. Now back south, uh, Elric, Ray Ray, and Borbor have Noel too surrounded. Elric, what are you gonna do? Okay, um, seeing as how Ray Ray has given me advantage, I may as well stick with the glaive. I'm tempted to shoot a chromatic orb at him at point blank range, but it wouldn't give me advantage. Although would, the chromatic orb can potentially do more damage. You would be firing at disadvantage, though. Okay. You're too close. Okay. So, glaive it is. Here we go. Hit. Sweet. 21 hits. Damage. Oh. Seven mm. points of slashing. All right. So, the bonus, the bonus butt end of the glaive. Hit. Hits. That one hits. Okay. The 20. Nice. All right, five points of damage. Puts him into critical. Puts him into critical. Okay, nice. Uh, and back up in the sky, Asilius circles around, and he does not see anything else, right, danger-wise, uh, in the area. Is he going to do anything? Um, no, I'm just going to have him patrol some more and see if he sees stuff, anything in the distance, a camp. Okay. 
Uh, Elric, is uh, Ray Ray also going to uh, stay where he is? Yes. Yes, yes, he is. Okay, Cullen, you're chasing a smoky knoll with your axe tuck in its back. What are you going to do? Right, he's only 55 feet away, so what I'm wondering is if I can't attack him necessarily, like with swords or whatever, because my whole turn is just running, but can my last five feet be tackling him? No, because that's an action. If you were a boar, you could do that. If you were a boar, you could do yes. that, yes. One of the advantages of if being If only a I was a boar, boar. If only I hadn't, hadn't used my action surge. Um, but I'm going to do, I'm going to run up to him anyway, because I really can't, I can go 60 feet, so I'm going to move right here next to him. Okay. As soon as I get right up to him, I'm going to be like, stand and fight, you cowardly knoll. <laughs> and he just keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Boromir is up. Oh, well, I think we know what Boromir is going to do. Boromir is going to try and take Genol number two to a special place. He got a 13. 13 misses. Boar boy. <laughs> he's, he's running around Elric's legs there, trying to get a, you know, trying to get a oh. tusk in, but he can't do it. Okay. Uh, what are you going to do, Esmir? I'm going to do... Esmir's not being very fancy, but she's gonna, you know, she's also conservative when it comes to saving spells. She's gonna shoot a firebolt at her new best friend. 23 hits. Sweet. Okay. Okay, now, mister. Killed out. Oh, yes. Four points. That's my finishing. Nighty-night, Gino. So again... Colin goes, Colin goes booking through the grass and gets right up to the guys, get ready, and then a <laughs> firebolt comes in and takes him out. Zip, man. <laughs> You're just doing a lot of running. No, I'm good with that. I'm good with it's that. Good. It's good cardio. Good cardio. You can always, yeah, I was about to say, you can always use some cardio. <laughs> Clanking through All the right, fields. All right, that Noel was trying to get to the, into the thickness of the our deep forest it's like i gotta get there although this guy's right on my ass and then a firebolt takes him out all right but Noel two is still up and it's gonna continue to go after elric with his spear and he misses with a 15 oh okay cool so jake you see cullen go running past you full speed and then a firebolt take out that knoll what are you gonna do well, I first slow down and I put my hands on my knees and I take a few <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> and then I see this fireball come winging by, take out the knoll. I stand up, I smile, I walk back to Esmir. And in my travels, I look over and I say, What's going on over there with Elric, that boy? Ching, ching, fighting a knoll. <laughs> Let's find out, because Elric, it's your turn. All right, cool. Uh, uh, advantage, glaive, 23. Sweet, Madame McCree. <laughs> so, damage. Come on, good damage. All right, good damage. Oh, yes. And that blow kills it. I stick it in his chest and I twist it around. <laughs> Bifurcates him. And, and I, yeah, bifurcates Blood. And I'm a... <laughs> I'm standing there next to Esmir and I'm watching him just like 
stabbing this thing and twisting it around and I'm just shake my head. <laughs> he has some issues. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> I come up to Jake and I, hey, worry about him sometimes, you know. dreaded nose, we leave our party contemplating the mental stability of their companion, Elric. Filing Lodge can't be far off now, and what surprises does it have in store for our heroes? Do nose like bananas, and why do they have to litter? How do you hit yourself right in the ego? Eh, what the heck? is a Chicago winter, and why would it have fire and ice? Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. Hope you're enjoying the show and having fun listening to us play. And you know, we've been playing games together uh, ever since we became friends. And we've been friends together for a long time, if you if you couldn't tell. And uh, but we stopped playing uh, for a long time because it was just too difficult to find the time. You know how it is. But once we discovered that you can play virtually online, well, uh, we started to play D and D again, kind of recently, actually, just a couple years ago. And once we got back into it. I really got back into it. Yeah, I started uh, discovering all these podcasts of people playing D&D. And I'd listen to them while, you know, commuting back and forth uh, from work. And after a while, I thought, why don't we do that? So I asked the gang, uh, how about I record our sessions and try to make it a podcast? And they were game. And at first, you know, it was kind of weird because, you know, you act a little different when you know you're being recorded. But eventually, we kind of forgot about the fact that uh, the session was being recorded and we just played, uh, especially once we worked out all the technical mumbo-jumbo stuff. So we get together once a week or every other week, and we play for about two, two and a half hours in the evening. And then I cut out all the stuff that's not us playing, right? I, You know, us talking about our kids or our jobs and uh, all the long pauses when I'm trying to figure out what's next or what the NPCs are going to say, uh, or when I'm flipping through the rule, rule book, right? I cut all that out. I tighten it up. And then I add all the cool music and sound effects from Sirenscape.com and turn it into Roll Radio. So yeah, so there's a little uh, Roll Radio backstory for you. So again, I hope you're enjoying uh, listening to us play and listening to the show. Uh, and, you know, let us know. We look forward to your comments and feedback and questions. Go ahead, head over to uh, RollRadio.com or Roll Radio on Facebook and Twitter and drop us a note. Let us know what you think of the show and what you think of the game. And the game we're playing is D&D's Scourge of the Sword Coast by Wizards of the Coast. All right, again, I hope you're all staying healthy out there. And if you can't get together and play, uh, try virtual, right? It's a great way to reconnect with old friends. All right, we'll see you next time when the players try to get some rest in the Ardeep Forest. And um, 
pretty sure you probably know how that's going to turn out.